Hi, say so. It's Itzira. And I'm Jermaine. And welcome to another episode of Cleverty's Hush Podcast. As you can see, or if you're not on YouTube, sorry, please go on YouTube. Um, we're dressed in black today. Mm-mm. For a very good reason. Which is? Our dignity died. <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm kidding. We're discussing dark days. Yes. I'm a little bit scared. Well, you know, we we always look like we're happy-go-lucky. Mm. But I've definitely seen these girls cry. Oh, I've seen so them both times. cry. Mm. They've seen me cry. We've seen each other cry. And, and we all have bad days, right? Just because we seem like, oh, we're always laughing and giggling and stuff like that. So before we begin, just a quick disclaimer. We are discussing certain topics today that may be triggering for some audiences. And your well-being and emotional safety are of utmost importance right. to us. You can watch our previous episodes. Yes. The wholesome ones. Okay, I think they're good for you. The fun ones. Yeah. The fun ones. I have a very alarming statistic. Oh. In the latest data that they released in June, Singapore saw its highest suicide rate since the year 2000. This rate has been rising over the years. And I think it's because of lifestyle, culture, and yeah, perhaps some of the after effects of COVID. It's sad to hear that, you know, this rate is rising. And I think a lot of it is probably because, you know, many people feel that they have no other option. Mm. Right? But everyone has low days. Low days and dark days are different. Oh, mm. how so? Yeah. I think low days, you know, it's days where you feel emotionally low. Like, oh, I wake up today on the wrong side of the bed. You know, I, I'm not looking forward to work. I'm not looking forward to doing what I have to. Dark days can be a day where you can't even get out of bed. A day where you have some very dark thoughts going through your head. I heard from some people that, you know, being, being depressed or being in a state like that, Time passes slower. So can you imagine that for a day for us, right, it feels like 10 days for them. It's agonizing and it's slow and they just want it to end. And I think that's probably, you know, the best way that we can describe it. But do you girls remember your last low or dark day? I think I'm fortunate in this sense. I don't think I've ever experienced a dark day where I feel crippled in bed and I I can't get out. But I'm blessed. Low days, of course. Actually, just recently. Like, I've lost sleep over certain issues and it's very unlike me to lose sleep. Like, I sleep like a baby always. So, when I start losing sleep, it means that something is really on my mind. And um, this is something that I've been struggling to come to terms with as well. In fact, I don't even know how to put it in words because whatever I'm feeling is confusing even myself. But I know I'm feeling something for sure. It's a low period for me, I'm sure. And I'm just finding ways... Um, that I can cope and sort of like slowly come out of this. So when you wake up, right, let's say recently when you felt very low, what do you then do? Do you just force yourself to go through your day? Yes. In fact, I pack my day to the max. Oh. Because this is, what you said just now was very true. I feel like my days, my hours go by so super slowly. Mm-hmm. So by packing them with work, I force the time to pass a bit faster. And it's very weird. I'm a foodie, but I just don't feel hungry in this period that I'm low. I just don't find the need to, to have food. Do you think that's a healthy way to cope with your low day? No, but I can't help that I don't have a, a good appetite. Mm. So I try to find other ways to cope with it, including talking to my girls, um, listening to music that I love, mm. things like that. What about you, Zura? When was your last like, struggle of a day? Don't tell me every day. No. <laughs> <laughs> what I do know is that when I'm feeling like maybe even slightly below low, right? Uh, my defense mechanism is sleep, of oh. which I won't be able to wake up. Like I know I need to wake up, and I know I'm an, I'm not actually tired. I just can't wake up. You don't want to get out of bed. 
It's not that I don't want to. Like, I just cannot. Oh. Yeah. But I have not been in a state of which I've had to cancel plans mm. or have to, you know, um, be less, perform less than I'm supposed to. Mm. At some point, I will be able to force myself out of it. But mm. in that time or anything that I can sacrifice in that time, I will just do it because... It's like physical pain. My eyes physically cannot open. Mm. My brain is not working. Ooh. Yeah. And I think that's hard for people to understand, right? When you feel this pain, and, and so much so that it manifests in physical pain, but a lot of people don't really understand um, mental anguish. Because you can't see it. It's not like a cut on your arm or, right. a, you know, like you've sprained your ankle. Mm. It's not a physical representation yeah. of the pain. Hey, you can't even explain it. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. And I think the reason why I'll still be able to force myself to do whatever that I have to do is because having to apologise and explain later... It's a greater pain. Right. Mm. Oh gosh, I feel you, sis. So you'd rather just put all this anguish at the back of your mind. Just get up, do whatever you have to. At the end of the day, go back to being your sluggish self in bed, right? This is actually a bit like high-functioning. You know, you know that you have a job to be done, so you mm. do it. But you're just putting a band-aid over how you feel. Right. And then you go back to it at the end of the day. But in all honesty, sometimes that makes you feel better. Yeah. Yeah, that makes you feel better. Because it's true. Yeah. When you're busy and you're occupied, then you feel like, hey, actually life isn't that bad after all. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of different coping mechanisms for a low day. One of our PD actually said uh, they like to put up My Chemical Romance Aww. yeah, and then scream in the car. Ooh. Music is always great, mm-hmm. right? Putting on the music you love. Mm. Question. Yeah. Okay, when you're feeling low and like sad and like bad, do you listen to music that will make you happier okay. or music that will make you cry more? My gosh, sometimes it's the latter and it's oh. very unhealthy. Billie Eilish makes me cry a lot. Oh my gosh. When I'm sad and I put I know on Billie Eilish. Very rude. <laughs> I I also know. <laughs> but sometimes, right, having that release of emotions is also good. Because mm. after I cry, like, Billy, uh, mm. I don't talk shit. Yeah, I feel better. Sometimes it's like that. But then once you feel slightly happier, you're reluctant to listen to sad music because you don't want yourself to get back there. True. So when I'm like halfway there, not so happy but not so sad, I better fucking listen to happy music. Switch it up (laughs) so that, you know, my mood can only go up. You know Uh, what I mean? You know, there are also days of which, like, I don't really know what's wrong. There's no one particular thing that I'm actually sad about. You're just feeling frumpy. Correct. And I call these sad girl movie nights. Oh. Okay. Sad girl movie nights. It's, I mean, obviously it's like a metaphor. We don't actually do exactly what it says, right? But... I call it sad girl movie night of which like if everybody is sad okay very good one pint of ice cream each sad chick flick oh, right? I think we need that yeah, yeah. like yeah. tonight yeah. <laughs> can you really um, okay. one of our other PD also said retail therapy oh nice yeah just go and buy unnecessary things mm-hmm. like even if it's just like a, a dollar on Shopee yeah you know just checking out or just you know walking out and mm. buying some sort of thing can make them feel better yeah talking to your friends right mm. yeah. actually someone says talking to strangers, strangers as well strangers yeah on low days when uh, this particular PD she, when he or she doesn't want to feel lonely they go and talk to strangers like, basically no but have you actually seen in movies of which like people talk to strangers like at cafes in the plane and tell them their entire life story yes, because yes, yes. you will never see them again some people actually turn to 
rain noises, white mm. noises, brown noises. Mm. This is actually very common these days um, where the sounds of like rain and thunder and the sea, they actually calm you. So recently, I tried to count sheep because, you know, there's just so much shit She's, going on yeah, in my Losing head. sleep, yeah. Yeah. I count to 200 plus. <laughs> I'm still wide awake and I forgot what number I was at. <laughs> can someone do an edit? Casey, can you count? Can you count? <laughs> Pretend you're sleeping. Quick. One, two... Hey, all the way to... Hey, yo! All the way to 200. And you know what? I gave up. I woke up. Replied some emails. And then I fell asleep. Oh. Wow. My God. So you can try white yeah. noises and brown noises. I've heard they also help mm. you with um, focus mental focus when you're doing your work. So yeah, you never say never. Can I tell you something I've done, um, which is go to YouTube and search for the Shibuya Crossing Life. <laughs> Do you have a video of that? There's a live stream, babes. What's wrong oh with my, my friends? Uh? No, I've been there. Like, Maybe she's the video. Oh. <laughs> it's a live stream. And honestly, right, like at night... <laughs> Continue. <laughs> When you just like find a comfy place, okay. <laughs> you're comfy, you're relaxed, yeah. preferably outdoor. Yeah, you put it on. Can I recommend you a website? It's called WatchPaintDry.com. What's that? You can watch the paint dry. The one I rather <laughs> see like cars and like people walk. Look out your window. <laughs> no, but it makes you wonder like, wow, this person walking. Like, what kind of a day did you have? Oh. You know. I mean, if that takes your mind off your own day, why not? Yo, I'm gonna check that out tonight, man. Shibuya Crossing. <laughs> yes. Tonight. It's where it's at. Okay. <laughs> there are a lot of different coping mechanisms, is what we're trying to say, and it's not one size fits all, right? Um, but I do think that the biggest challenge, really, like I don't know how PD Nim, you know, she can just talk to strangers about her, ch her challenges. I find it hard to talk to people about the struggles that I'm going through. Sometimes I think it's easier if you don't know this person because that's the last you ever see of them. But I feel like I pick my battles. Okay. I will go to the right friends mm. to share the appropriate struggles. True. Mm. Right? You, you, you sort of know what kind of responses you want out of your sharing already. Yeah. Then just go to the right friend. Sometimes I know if I go to this friend, this friend will ask me to go out and drink my troubles away. Is that the right answer? I don't no. think so. So then I don't go to this friend. I go to the friend who gave me something sensible. Like, you know, I just think you should stay home and yeah, just have a good sleep, have a pint of ice cream, mm. psycho movie night. Okay, because I'm always the sort of which I would want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. But have you ever felt so low or so sad that you don't even want to talk about it because it tires you out? Yeah, the thought about talking about it just makes the whole problem even more real. Mm. And it makes me even more sad. It's giving more energy to it. Yeah. You know, and having, having to relive what you're living yes. through. Mm. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. But sometimes, ha you know, the act of speaking it, that's the only way you can get through it. You know what I mean? You can't just push it aside and, and think that you can hop over it. Um, and, and this is where, I guess, sometimes people seek professional help. Mm. Because... In that sort of situation where this therapist or counsellor or whatever is not supposed to judge you and just supposed to help you, maybe it's easier in a professional setting to right. talk about your feelings. And I've once saw this image on Instagram. Thoughts in your mind when you don't talk about them is like a splash of colours mm. everywhere. But when you actually talk about these thoughts, they are compartmentalised. You see the blues here, the greens here, the reds here, the pink here. And this is when you know more clearly how you're feeling about mm. your own issues. And the truth of the matter is not, mm, not, not like, 
not all problems can be solved by your friends. Your friends, you know, are not professionals, right? And I've had friends come to me with very severe and major like depression, depression, anxiety, um, thoughts of self-harm. And I've told them, I can't help you. You have to speak to a therapist as much as I can tell you. I'm not a professional. Right. Yeah. But you know, the very saying of this sentence sometimes actually can hurt your friends as well. Maybe they feel like, no, I don't need professional help. I just need a listening ear. Mm. Like, why are you telling me to go to someone professional? I don't know. Do you feel like it could hurt them? I do feel like sometimes they need to hear the truth mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I I don't want to, you know, tell Sugar people... Coated. Yeah, I don't want to tell people, like, you know, resort to um, going to professionals and, and getting like medication and stuff but if you are so depressed that you cannot get out of bed you're cancelling on work you're cancelling on your life you have to you need to go and seek professional help I don't think medication is the end of it I think it is a way to get back into your life I've seen you know a friend who was very depressed major anxiety tried to yeah tried to commit suicide and I I had to be there in the hospital while they try to pump her stomach out, right? And it's a very heartbreaking thing to be there. And from that moment, that was her turning point. After that, she sought a few different channels of help. One being a psychiatrist, who is the one who dispenses medication. One being a therapist, who is the one that... Listens to her, basically. Listens to you, yeah. and also a counsellor. She had these three people and her entire support system of friends and family helping her. And she's in such a wonderful place now. Oh, that's because, so nice to hear. Yeah, because she sought help and mm-hmm. she didn't stay in the situation that she was in, thinking that it would just end one day. Right. Yeah. But on the flip side, so here's a note from someone anonymous. Personally and respectfully, I don't think professional help is of much help. Mm. At least in my own experience, there was a period where I was suicidal for years and after many attempts, I told a close friend my gratitude for her in advance in case I don't have time to do so when the suicide actually happens. She respected my decision but then told me that if I ever need help, I could reach out to her or seek professional help. So partially, this person feels a bit offended because letting her good friend know wasn't a cry for help. It was just telling her about a decision that she's already made. But because she was someone close to her, so she decided to give it a try. Went for a few sessions, uh, professional help I mean, but don't see any improvement in Mm. her mental well-being. Because I think from her point of view, the professional giver, caregiver, was just down there taking notes, mm. you know, listening to her. She wasn't even sure if she's interested in what she was sharing. Sometimes maybe it felt like she was just doing a job. Right. Maybe that's how it felt. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think professional help is not going to work for everyone, right? Mm. Everyone's going to have a different way to come out of it. And the thing about having a therapist or a counsellor is that Every therapist and counsellor is different. So this person may not work for you, but you, you know, I, I've had friends who had to try like four or five therapists before they found one that could even help them. But I do have a gripe with like those um, hotlines. Mm. Yeah, you always see like, call this number. Like if you're feeling da 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 I remember calling it once, very late in the night. And this person honestly made me feel so much worse than I was oh feeling. Yeah, it, it, it was horrible because I just, I, 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 it was a cry for help, right? I was calling, wanting someone to listen to me, wanting something, someone to calm me down. This person actually made me even more agitated by saying things like, I don't know what I can do to help you. What, what do you want me, want me to do to help you? 
Excuse me? And then I realised that the people on these lines are not professionals. They are probably just volunteers. Yes. So this is what I wanted to say. Yeah. My friend is a volunteer because she feels a lot about these kind of situations. Yeah. But, you know, they volunteer out of their own goodwill. But sometimes when they're put in their situation, they're just overwhelmed. Yeah. By the people who need help in this regard. I think it's also important to note that, you know, going through a really, really hard time, a dark period, right? Sometimes you feel obligated or you feel like there are voices or you feel like people feel or, and they're imposing on you that this should be done soon. That you need to snap out of it and that you need to do something about it. But there's no timeline to it. Mm-hmm. And I think we all know people uh, who have been battling depression for years. I think it's also important to note that you sometimes weave in and out of it. Right. And it's completely okay if you fall back again into it. I know it feels tiring. It feels like a struggle, you know, that like it feels like one step forward and two steps back. Mm. But I think... Don't give up on yourself, you know? Mm. Yeah. Mm. I agree. I, I Everyone's experience with your own mental health is going to be very different, right? Mm. Um, there are years that you feel great about yourself. There are going to be years that you feel shitty about yourself. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I, I think it's it's trying to be grateful for what you have in your life, right? Right. Um, every day, you know, you, you keep sort of like a journal, Hazy. Mm-hmm. Do you find that that has helped you um, gain perspective in your life? Yeah, when I actually write on it, yes. Yeah, on your bad days, right? Yeah, on my bad days, yes. I think one important thing for me is changing my perspective. Mm. Sometimes when we're experiencing low days, we are so sucked into our own negative thoughts that we forget the good that's around us, the yeah. people who love us, the, the, the happy things that happened. So, you know, changing your perspectives actually work in this case. It can be something as simple as taking out your phone, snapping this good meal that you had with your friends, looking back at it, making you feel happy again as you relieve the memories over lunch with your close friends. Something as simple as this. It helps. And yeah. and what I always say is a bad day is not a bad life, right? Yes. Yeah, just because it's one bad day doesn't mean mm. that, you know, your whole life is determined by this one day. And, mm. and I love something that Hazy posted recently. Um, it's this, um, like, graphic of your progress today and your progress over the year. Just because your progress today felt like you went backwards or you didn't do anything or it was just, just a shit day. But if you take yourself back, Right and look at a more bigger picture, like view. a more macro view, macro view mm-hmm. of how much you've achieved in this year, how much you've achieved in the last five years. You realize that you've taken a very big step forward. It's like yeah. investment. Wow! No, seriously, wow. <laughs> seriously. In the short term, it may go down, mm. but over the years in the market, you see, correct, up what upwards movement. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it thanks so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What should we invest in, yeah. Hazy? We'll okay. tell you later. Invest in yourself. Yeah. <laughs> that changes my your, your perspective, right? On it does, a lot of it things. Does. And I think perspective is something that's very strong. I used to, you know, like really lose sleep over people in my life that made me very upset, right? Like, why are you like this? Why do you do things like this? But once my perspective changed, like actually they are not bad people. Then that took out so much stress from my own mm. life and mm. anguish from my own brain. Mm. And I always believe, why lose sleep over things that you can't control? Mm. I mean, I say this, I'm losing sleep myself. It's easier said than done, right? Yeah. But as long as you remember it, I think it slowly will get better. Mm. And embracing your emotions is something that I feel is very important. Letting the negativity sit in your mind. Yeah. It's okay. Let it flow through you. I find this is very useful with people with anxiety as well. Right. Um, a friend called me a couple of days ago, like 
screaming and crying on the phone because of anxiety, um, like really major anxiety. And and she, you know, she was saying, I don't want to feel this way. Like I, I want this to end. I don't want to feel this way. Mm. Like she wants the anxiety, the feeling of anxiety because it's so uncomfortable. It's so suffocating. It's so uncomfortable to to have in your body, right? And it manifests in your body as pain and yeah. And I told her this one thing. I said that from my own personal experience with anxiety, pushing it away surprisingly never helps. But sitting with it, acknowledging I'm feeling anxious, it's okay. I'm not going to die. My body is not in danger, right? The only way to deal with anxiety is to go through it. Mm. And that is also letting go of the need to control. You want to control your anxiety. You want it to go away, right? But you realise that you can't. So just let it go. Don't control it. Mm. Let it come. Let it sit. And then you eventually go away. Yeah. Mm. It's like one of those things that you just have to ride out. You know, you've got no choice. So you're just going to ride it out. Mm. Mm. And I love some of the content that Jimmy posted um, of late as well. Sometimes, you know, there's some healthy rituals or like some oh. regimes that you would do. For example, just a simple stretch Me. on your oh. balcony <laughs> with bubbles. <laughs> your cute little dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's I, so cute. Like starting your morning right, you know? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I've started meditating yeah, in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 10 minutes every morning. Um, and I feel that set a better tone for my day. Right. Uh, it's kind of like your check-in with yourself at the mm. start of the day. I ask myself how does my body feel where am I feeling like tension or pain Um, what am I excited for in my day what am I thankful for in my day and what am I stressed about Right. right it's like a mental journal you know for people who own an Apple Watch I also want to recommend this incredible function that I only just found out in the past year breathe function yes I knew it that is so amazing so on the (laughs) Apple Watch right no seriously this is not sponsored content there's this frame that says mindfulness yes. or like breathe. So sometimes when I'm feeling anxious, just click on the breathe one minute and then it says be still and bring your attention to your breath. And then there's this like vibration movement. Yeah. When it you vibrate, go. you just inhale. And, and then when it vibrates again, you just exhale. Like, right, it's vibrating right now. So I don't even have to look at the screen. Yeah. I just like my bed. I feel the vibrations and I just follow. And after one minute, surprisingly, you feel good about yourself. You feel mm. better. You yeah. Feel, yeah. And let the breath go all the way. Not just to the chest, but all the Deep way belly. down. Yes. Belly breathing. Let it fill up your belly. Yeah. And then let it come up. You know, like, my friends have started saying that I operate on, like, New York time. <laughs> which is not great. Yes, we know, darling. Mm-hmm. It's not news. <laughs> okay. But I also feel like sometimes when you're going through, a, like, a really dark time, right? It's not just one thing. The problem is that when it rains, it pours. And sometimes it's a whole bunch of things, one after another. Like going to shit at once? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Uh. I felt like I went through something like that quite recently, of which I felt like nothing was working out for me. Mm-hmm. It felt like everything was in shambles and there was no like one thing that could keep me going, you know? It all just didn't feel right. And I think when something like that happens, it's very important to understand that you can't solve it all. Mm. I think all these things, right, it could come in a combination of things, right? And it's your healthy support system, whether it be your dogs, journaling, meditation, yoga. Well, what is yours? Mine is friends. Okay, friends. Yeah, very important. Friends, okay. right? All these things come together to keep you alive, to make you grateful for life. Right? Okay, so I know we mentioned just now that professional assistance sometimes, you know... It, is a hit or miss but sometimes they also actually provide us with a lot of help especially if we have persistent symptoms mm. and sometimes maybe these symptoms you don't even realise 
is happening to us. But when we talk to a professional about it, they can pinpoint right away, hey, I see this in you. Are you suffering from blah, 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 blah? Do you need this and that, this and that? I, I always say, right, um, if it affects your ability to cope with literally your life, then your quality of life is just, it, it's down to zero, right? Is there any way to live? Like, if in that case, you can seek professional assistance and it can bring your quality of life back up, I think it's worth a try. For me, the big hard and fast rule is if you are experiencing um, any thoughts of self-harm or substance abuse or even thoughts of suicide, I think that is a definite yes to trying professional assistance at least. And it's a journey with professional assistance as well. Mm. I know it feels like at that point especially, you just want someone to have an answer for you. But I think like a lot of other things in life, it might be a journey of which that person may not have the answer, mm. but someone else might have. Yeah. And I think it's also important to note that seeking professional help doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. No. Okay, so to all our listeners tuning into this episode of Harsh Podcast, we just want to end off this episode with some happy quotes. Can okay. you guys edit like, you know, those um, like cheesy... Your cheesy motivational quotes <laughs> posters. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, yes. so, so you just say it a certain way, okay? Yeah, yeah. okay. Each of us will have one. Okay. Hazy's quote Your direction is more important than your speed. Your direction is mm. more important than your speed. It doesn't matter how fast or slow you go, mm. as long as you're headed in the right direction, just trust in that whole process. Mine's a really simple one. In fact, I'm going to quote a friend mm. Taking care of yourself is a full time job. Wow. Facts. Why do we have full-time jobs then? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, this full-time job is more taxing yeah, than the true. one that and I we currently don't get have. Paid. Yeah. No, like, we do get paid with quality of life. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's a good way to put it. Oh. Huh? AL. God. Yeah. Got got annual leave. God, you'll be glowing. Uh-huh. You'll be like hydrated. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Whatever you do, give your hundred percent. Unless you are donating blood. What do you mean? If I'm donating blood, don't give my 100%? Cannot oh, donate no blood. Oh, okay. oh, that's what you mean? Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. 100%. <laughs> and also, you are enough. Oh, yes. You yes. are enough. You are enough. You are enough. You, you are enough. You are enough. You are enough. You are enough. Nobody tell me that. Yeah, oh, I have that. You, you are, are enough. enough. Okay. If you want positive quotes, call our hotline. We'll put the number here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave my number lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, actually, I feel like the whole Clever team and all the content we put up is all about positivity. Yeah. There has to be at least five episodes that relate to you. I mean, we've done so many, right? So mm-hmm. if you haven't checked out our previous episodes, uh, feel free to check out snippets on our Instagram at isclarity.co. You can listen to us on We Listen, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We're also on TikTok. We rarely mention Whoa. this, but yeah. yeah, we have some pretty um, debatable snippets right. up on TikTok if you'd like to join the debate. But we're also on YouTube if you mm-hmm. want to check out I don't know The beautiful set That's what we always say Yeah And our dark dark clothes today I, I feel like we're ending this off On a positive note Yes we are So I'm very happy about that mm-hmm. So I'm Hazel I'm Azura And I'm Jermaine And we'll see you on the next episode Of Clemity's Hash Podcast Bye Bye